Welcome to Swala Nyeti, the law podcast that pairs a layman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions of the day. Swala Nyeti is sponsored by the law firm of Kigwada and Company Advocates and is intended for educational purposes only. Welcome to episode one, season two of Swala Nyeti. I am the lawyer, a.k.a. Wakili Hari Karanja. And I am the Lehman Kashaw Patrick. Buona Wakili, welcome back. How have you been? <laughs> I have been well. I've been well, Gashaw. I have thoroughly missed spending time with you. We would have liked to say that we didn't miss you, but it would have been a lie. Those two weeks. <laughs> Did they give you a hard time? No, they are very genteel people. I was impressed. But they still came with your howevers. So <laughs> I think they are from the same cloth. <laughs> We are all cut from the same cloth, and it's great that you had at least a change of pace. So this week, though, and in this season, uh, things are going to be different, as many of our subscribers can already see. We are doing this on video, and this is going to be something that we want to take forward in season two. We'll have both an audio and a video recording. So please give us your feedback and your comments. We are on YouTube. Just leave a like or leave a comment and it will help us improve and keep giving you great content. Now, something else we're doing different in this season is we will be discussing topical issues. Yes, we can still accept the questions that you send in, but we'll try and tie them to topical issues of the day. So we will be talking about things which are in the public domain and we are hoping that you will gain more value from having these discussions. So I'm excited about today's topic. Keshaw, what do we have for today's season two, episode one's first topic? We have a story on Mapenzi Amtandao. Do you know Mapenzi Amtandao, Akili? (laughs) Well, love on the internet. Hey man, couple goals. Mm -hmm. So on Saturday, Mm -hmm. let me say Twitter. Who alive with the story of Maureen Waititu, mm-hmm. who is ex of Frankie. Frankie is what I think uh, Jimit. Frankie Jimit. Is that the name, Wakili? Mm-hmm. I think so. that's what I saw. Okay. Yeah. So Frank has a has a baby with Corazon, and the issue. I mean, it blew up such a bit because she is saying that she does not take care of his children and that he's a deadbeat dad, and that. The things, and now on, on Twitter, it's hard to know who is saying the truth and who is not. I was just wondering what conditions might it have that case of those three people. Okay, so I, I think I looked at the story also, and I saw there were claims by Maureen that Frank was not a good father, and she was mentioning why she thought that. She was not going to continue protecting him. She was just going to say all the reasons he's not a good father. And for me, the legal yeah. issue which comes up there is what are the you know the guidelines as far as the law goes on responsibilities to especially by the father and as in this case where the mother and the father are separated i see where you're coming from wakili but on twitter it's hard to know what to to go by but this guy seems to to have been from what he claims to have paid the bills and what what does the law have to say about a man accused of not taking care of his children. Well, that would be a serious problem. But maybe, let me start here. Every parent, someone who decides to become a parent, actually both 
the mother and the father, once they decide to become parents, the law imposes upon them certain duties with respect to their children. So once you have made the decision to become a parent, you know that there are certain duties that you must meet with respect to those children. And here I'll speak about five mandatory duties, uh, which you'll find, imagine only five mandatory duties, probably should be more, but the law does impose these duties. So the first one, of course, is that every parent has a duty to provide an adequate diet to their child. And note that it doesn't mean that you give them just a meal, but the meal must be adequate. Adequate in the sense that it must be sufficient and it must be of good quality as well. And the second thing is that okay. every parent has a duty to provide clothing for their child. So you're not allowed to let your child just be moving around either with tattered clothes or it's not enough clothes. So there is a duty to provide clothing. There is a duty to provide shelter. So you can already see those three things fit within the description of the basic needs because that's uh, food, shelter, and clothing. And these are duties imposed on the parent. So as a parent, you have a duty to provide shelter. And the last two mandatory duties, one, is to provide medical care and this includes immunization so when it comes to medical care it means if the child is unwell it's your duty as a parent to make sure that you seek medical attention for the child but also it's very important to note that the law also imposes a duty to ensure that the child is immunized and as you know that kenya has an immunization schedule for children especially infants so this is a duty and that's why you find if the parent refuses to take their child for immunization they could also face legal sanction and lastly is that the parent has a duty to provide education and guidance again I'm sure you have seen situations whereby a parent face legal sanction if they refuse to take the child to school i'm sure you've seen this although now in this age of homeschooling and uh, virtual learning I'm, i don't know if there will be changes in how that law is applied but those are the five mandatory duties that are imposed upon every single parent just out, out of curiosity Maurice hmm. said that frank was supposed to buy one of the children a phone and he did not well yeah i mean you can see from the things are given that uh, our phone doesn't feature. I mean, as much as these days we say Wi-Fi is, a, is almost a basic right, as far as the law goes, you know, it doesn't create any obligation to buy a child a phone. If you can afford it, well and good, but we have many parents who might not be able to afford a phone for their child. Okay, Wakili, a quick one now. There's a point where Maureen says they had, he had called Frankie to discuss a structure for parenting. And how would that work under law? Actually, that's a very good thing because this is what is usually referred to as a parental responsibility agreement. And the two parents come to an agreement on how they will share the duties and how they will exercise their rights with the children. And this parental responsibility is an agreement. I mean, it has duties and obligations. So it's enforceable as an agreement. In fact, if one party breaches it, you can bring an action against them and it helps at least give a clarity on who needs to do what and when they need to do it. Must there be a witness when you're writing it up? I mean, remember an agreement can even be you and me, you know, just having an oral agreement. 
So, of course, you could have a witness and it's good to do so. And it's probably also advisable to have legal advice as you're drafting this agreement. But there's no such requirement for any agreement. Okay, because now it becomes an issue of he said, I said, he said, she said. And I'm wondering if she says she protected him and she's not doing it anymore. Is mm-hmm. it in breach of such an agreement? Well, to me, it did not sound like there was an agreement in place. It more or less sounded like uh, Maureen feels that Frankie has not been living up to his end of responsibility and she has been giving an impression that he has. And now she doesn't want to do that anymore. But it didn't sound like the, there's an agreement which has been made. And the issue of housing, I know you have mentioned it. And the guy, Frankie, says he left the house for them and they live there. One of the parents said the money is not enough or I cannot... There's an issue of that. It's now the right, the right of the child because they got used to it. I mean, how do we determine what is good enough for the child? Yeah, so I think there are two issues there. Let me deal with the housing issue first because when it comes to parents who separate, they usually have to live with one of the parents most of the time and the parents are not living together. So what usually happens is the parent who has custody or who is with the child most of the time is the one who usually provides for housing. Because you have to realize that if this child visits the other parent, they will also have to stay somewhere. So housing is catered for by the person who is staying with the child. Now, I think that it's okay if you want, if you're not living with a child and you want to provide housing, I mean, that is, of course, you're right. And it's also an obligation parent but it it would be very rare to see a court imposing such an obligation whereby you're not living with the child and yet they're still being asked to cater for the, the shelter of the child that for me is not a common situation and the second issue all right so the second issue was saying the money is not enough yeah it's good you raised it those figures sound a bit too high man okay so how much is too much will usually depend on what kind of lifestyle children are accustomed to. Mm-hmm. Since in one situation you might find six thousand for a whole month, and in this situation you're hearing six thousand for a week. But I think it's important to realize that courts will not be keen to impose a duty to one parent where the end result is that this parent is kind of uh, funding a lavish lifestyle or a luxurious lifestyle. So if the parent can afford it, then that's well and good. But when these things get to court, you find a court is not going to impose a duty to make a child live a lifestyle which is beyond the means of the parent who is called upon to pay for it. But then again, if the parents can pay for it and they have accustomed their children to a certain set of lifestyle, then, you know, that might be ground enough for the parent to continue funding that kind of lifestyle. And that is hard. You know, Frankie already has another family now. He wants the new family to get accustomed to the new life. So the old one, so, I don't know. So the fact that you have a new family is no excuse for you to stop supporting no, I mean, this child will remain his child. He's not going to divorce the child. That doesn't happen. Okay, The child remains your child throughout. So the fact that you have a new family would not be an excuse or a reason to stop 
supporting your, your children from a different relationship. Fair point, Wakili. Now you're just saying that the poor man should just look for more money and give. Okay, so every child you bring to this world, you're usually ready to provide for that child. And I don't think this is not a burden. This is really a blessing to you that you have more than one child. So I'm sure he'll be able to meet the increased resources required to provide. So Wakili, all I'm hearing you say is that despite the situations, COVID, whatever is happening, and the fact that already this is being labeled as a deadbeat debt, all the same, he should look for all the money, and it's like more and more things are being dumped on him to take care of his children because they are his children. I don't disagree with that, but I feel like more and more financial responsibility is being loaded onto him. Okay, so maybe something which I didn't make very clear is that when it comes to responsibility, the Constitution lays out clearly that the child's rights are to be provided by the two parents equally. So this doesn't mean that it's only the father who needs to provide for a child, or it's only a father who has these responsibilities, but it's both parents who have these responsibilities. So I'm not saying that Frankie needs to bear this alone. And Maureen have equal responsibility in raising children. Okay, then, there you have it, people. When you bear children, as Wakili has said, you have five duties in this world, placed by the Constitution of Kenya, to provide food, clothing, shelter, medical care, and education. Over and above that, each parent has equal responsibility to provide for their child. Wakili, I see you are still good on video. Well done. <laughs> right. Thank you, Beshao. I think it was great to be in the studio back again and I'm looking forward to tomorrow's question which I'm sure will be equally interesting. I don't worry by tomorrow we'll have seen what will be trending and we'll determine how to come and discuss it under law and other than that I wish everyone a good day ahead and thank you very much on behalf of Swala Nyeti. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to Swala Nyeti. Special thanks to our layman, Gashal Patrick, and our lawyer, Harry Karanja. If you have a legal question that you want answered, send us a WhatsApp message on 07-08-11122 or email us at admin at swalanyeti.org. You can find downloads to all our podcast episodes on our website, www.swalanyeti.org.